Welcome back. It's been it's, it's been a year as the dad joke goes. Yeah, right. It's been a whole year since we've spoken. It's been many moons. We haven't spoken <laughs> to you since last year, which was two months ago. Well, today is we've barely spoken ago. to each other. Yeah, true. That's it's, a lie. It's yeah, we've been texting <laughs> back and forth. But uh, it's LFC Tampa Bay Cop Talk. It's your favorite uh, Liverpool podcast from the Tampa Bay area. It might be <laughs> the only one, but that doesn't matter. That's you're not, still if that's you're, irrelevant. Yeah, no. if you're an only child, you're still your parents' favorite child. And exactly, that's, and that's what it's all about. Um, real quick, just some little small details so that uh, me housekeeping and, items. So me and David can actually, uh, with full force, speak all of our opinions as Liverpool fans. Uh, this is no longer officially an LFC Tampa Bay podcast. Yeah, we're um, not um, like we're not in our official capacities. Yes. within the group anymore. Uh, we've kind of just. Decided that we want to focus on other things, other goals that we have as supporters, things, projects we want to work on. Yeah. Uh, this being one of them. So hopefully we you know do this more regularly instead of once every yeah, yeah. Um, 90 definitely, days. <laughs> definitely. And like right off the bat, too, um, just just in the vibe of, of most fan channel contents to sort of stuff. If you're, you're out there listening, we obviously missed the boat on getting Darius involved this time. But, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I'm not opposed to to branching off and letting people doing their own things too. enough of my voice. Let uh, if you get, if you can record some audio and you've got a good voice and you've got some ideas and you want to be part of it let us know reach out you know yeah we can we can incorporate other people i mean we're open to it for sure yeah um but, but it's it's something that you know we're, we're both kind of looking at and kind of examining our options and going yeah. like there's a lot of possibility here we just we're both excited about the idea that we can do our own thing yeah exactly and that's the most important thing so now we get to you know share all of our opinions with full force cheers yeah cheers and, and, and we're drinking tonight uh, um <laughs> So it could get interesting. But as always, nothing changes. We're going to review the season. We're going to talk about Liverpool. We're going to get it out to you. And we're going to keep you up to date on any LFC Timber Bay stuff that we know because we still are members and we're still active members. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, we're still members of the whole thing. And you'll see us around the pub. So uh, nothing changes, really. Um, and and then as far as LFC Tampa Bay stuff, real quick, talk about the Christmas party. It was a grand old time over at yeah, the Horse and Jockey. Uh, I won a kayak. I still haven't picked it up. <laughs> oh, wait. You won the kayak? Yes. Oh, man. Did nice. you leave before the draw? No, no. I was there. Oh, you don't I remember? I mean, I just never win anything. So you don't remember how they kept drawing <laughs> tickets? Okay, so yeah. what happened is... We I had, was drawing the tickets. Yeah. So we had a raffle, right? Yeah. And people had left because they got very drunk. Because what happened was the game was at 10 or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the St. Pete crowd was hammered by the time yes. the party was so, over. <laughs> first of all, the St. Pete crowd was supplemented greatly by uh, London Heights people yes. and some Pokies people. They came over early, so to speak. Yes. Watched the game with Made us. Made it in a whole day. Yeah. Had a bunch of drinks. And then we all watched the Darby and just ruined the Darby for all the Manx. Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> that poor guy that was sitting behind us. Like, I just like how we both did that because, like, there's like these cheesy little uh, poinsettia decorations for Christmas parties that we yeah. were putting out. And, like, we both go over at different times. We're about to put one on the table and then saw his hat and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. my bad. And then just set the whole thing up around him. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I went to go put it on his table, like I actually made eye contact. <laughs> yeah. He just looked at me like, seriously, oh. you too. 
Between that and then the planking for balloons. Oh the, yeah, the, so the, the number six balloon. When we showed up, the there's like at the horse and jo- the horse and jockey's like in a strip mall kind of thing. Um, uh, and next door or down the it's way, it's like a Pilates. Yeah, studio. Yeah, it's a Pilates studio, and they had some type of like massage event or something. And they had oh, it was their sixth anniversary. Okay, well, yeah, that's and, what it was. So they had six balloons out front, like with a balloon in the shape of a number six. And so, which made me think of the United match. Yeah. And so Dave was like, "We should get those." I'll go ask, and they went. And, Dave went and asked, and they said that the, they gave him the balloons, and then they came scurrying over, and they were like, "No, no, wait, wait! If you're gonna get the balloons, you have to plank for us on our yeah. Instagram." And so a bunch of you went out. We on- got uh, myself, VJ, and like Declan, and one other person. I'm trying to remember who, but we, yeah, we all planked for balloons. Yes, so. <laughs> they planked for the six balloons, and then we brought the six balloons inside and wound up both yeah. the city and United fans. It was very. I mean, I'm trying to imagine being in the pub for like the the derby with Everton, and uh, like United needs us to beat Everton because Everton for some reason is like at the top of the table challenge. <laughs> And they like have just, it's an alternate universe where they've also just won their sixth European Cup and they have six balloons in our pub while we're watching our derby, but they're cheering for, I don't, I don't know no. how I feel about that, no, but it looked like it was a lot of turmoil going on with all oh, no, Like the city fans were having a laugh for like a second because one of the, the balloons was baby blue yeah. and I heard one of them say that. So I just took out my keys and cut it off <laughs> <laughs> and sent it into the, the ceiling. Wow. <laughs> There's always room for being petty. In <laughs> There's always room for it. I'll have it every day of the week. To be yeah, honest. no, I was like, I was like, yeah, is it still funny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, light blue, huh? <laughs> Should have just stabbed it with a steak knife. Really sent home the. No, it's better than it was just bouncing around the ceiling. Yeah, true. <laughs> just floating in the in space, kind of like City R right now, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the Christmas. What party I took was... away mainly from that day was uh, Lee's car bombs are vicious. Yes. Oh no, Justin <gasps> or Justin? Justin yeah. Justin's car bombs are vicious. <sighs> yeah, what he poured you a massive car bomb. It was like the the beer that you're drinking now, which yeah. is about eighty percent full. <laughs> yeah, and, and dropped it in and, like a two ounce shot of whiskey. And what did he say to you when he gave it to you? Yeah, he, he's giving he's passing them to Tom, and Tom goes, "Jesus!" And, and Lee, <laughs> Justin just looks at him and goes, "Ah, you'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, because I, I often, as I usually do, drink coffee for the match because I have stuff to do, and I can't just be getting pissed drunk on Saturdays and Sundays <laughs> like everyone else. Um, so that when I do order a beer, uh, Justin gives me a, oh, a beer? We've grown up now. <laughs> like, shut up, Isn't Justin. Isn't this the reverse? <laughs> <laughs> like, I have grown-up shit I got to do. Yeah, so exactly. I <laughs> shut up, Justin. Uh, ha- happy to have you back, though, Justin. It's been a long time. <laughs> Missed you loads. Anyways, as always, let's get into the review. Right. Um, it's been a while. So we last left off. It was me, you, and Darius, and we were heading into the United game, which seems like uh, centuries ago. Yeah. Um, um, it was a different God. world we existed in. It was a, a cautious world. It was a tiptoe <laughs> world. Um, but since that time, we have still remained, even though we did draw that match coming out of it, we have remained undefeated. And uh, we've gone a whole year undefeated. And, of course, we are top of the league by 13 points with a game in hand. And we're not even 13 points on Manchester City. We're 13 points on Leicester City with a game in hand. 14 um, on Man City. Yes. So uh, if we're to assume... 58 from 60 is absurd. Yeah, it's one of those uh, FIFA like football manager things that you do. And <laughs> yeah, you're right? like, ah, ha, ha, I just won you know, eight, right. 19 out of the first 20 matches. Ha, ha, look at me. The league's over. Like, oh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we've, we've done it. We've actually... Uh, we've, we've, done, we've done it. We have uh, just taken the summit of world football. 
Um, the best team on the planet. Yeah, at current There's point. There's no denying that. But let's talk about the journey that has taken us from. Because I was listening. I'm sure you did. You told me you did too. The last the last yeah. episode we did. Because I was trying to remember where were we. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was a very cautious world. We were very you know okay. I think we were six points up at that point, which seemed like yeah. We were talking about or I, yeah. We were talking about like trying to get it to like nine by yeah. the city game. And I, I remember there was conversations about like, if we can get through the city game and it's still nine, yeah. then we're in great shape and blah, blah, blah. We're still worried. Yeah. But, but anyways, so we came out of that international break and we went to United and we drew one, one. And at the time it was, we talked about it. We, we, it was a good time to take United, but, and I said to you before we recorded, one of the reasons I liked that we actually took two months off is that we get to get a bigger picture. Um, and that United draw is not there, actually, there was a lot of, Interesting stuff on display that day, though. Like, yeah. Atkinson gets it wrong. The VAR doesn't even help. There's all these issues. Like, our goal, our first goal gets called back on a VAR decision. Yeah. A cheeky and handball. A cheeky handball, yeah. which I would argue is not intentional, but whatever. No you know. longer the rule, so. No <laughs> the rule is that the defender can accidentally have the ball hit his hand and get away with it, but the attacker and then we'll, we'll still have the con- We still get to have the conversation about in- uh, natural position. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All, this, and- all this great footballing lingo. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't get to do it for the attackers anymore. But I really liked the character on display that day, and then Lalana gets the goal of all people. Yeah. And then the celebration. Yeah. When he goes over, and then Mane is literally dragging everyone yes. back to the halfway line. Like I remember thinking, I fucking love Sadio, because like he just wants it worse than everybody, yeah. more than everybody else. Like he just yeah can't stand the idea of losing one game, <laughs> like, no, or drawing, drawing drawing one game draw away at Old Trafford. He's like, get the fucking ball. Yeah, it was it was revealing because it was Adam Lallana, um, but it was revealing and because. That from that instant of the celebration where Mane's dragging everyone back, the mentality of the team definitely kind of took pers- like took on that, and that was the personification of the of the mentality of the team after that because it was a late goal, it was with the odds stacked against us, it was the typical going to United and they are way more shit than us, but somehow they still beat us away at Old Trafford because it's Old Trafford and the referees on their side, yeah. and we just can't get a break. But uh, as almost as if uh, rewriting destiny on their own, and I, I, I sent David a little piece on Salzburg about how Liverpool are at this point in time just basically uh, looking in God's face and laughing at him and then doing what they want. <laughs> because, yeah, as, as what the footballing gods would dictate that that match should have been Liverpool lose 1-0. Um, and at the end, we were actually trying to go and steal a cheeky second goal. And, you know, because I have, I have another match a little later on, and we'll just jump around because we're freestyling Villa. It's in the, it, Villa is the lesson learned from that moment. Like, actually yeah. score the first goal and then go for the win still. Well, and, and, and then don't let the VAR decisions get to you. Yeah. That was a big one, right? Because that's the armpit. That's yeah. the first instance of an armpit. That's it's Bobby's goal is where all of a sudden we're having conversations about well you can't score with your armpit. The rule is it's not supposed to be you know your you can't no part of your body that you can't score with is offside. Yeah. Yet here we are having a conversation about an armpit. And then the so, then the ball <laughs> that hits the defender in the arm in the box with his arm all the way out. Yeah. And they don't call natural position, but they don't even review it. Yeah. It was like yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. And um, yet we didn't let it get to us. And that day, I remember because it was a streaming game, and there, the, how it ended was contentious a bit. Yes, it was. It was one of the worst moments in of, of Liverpool winning in my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like, 
<laughs> people knew when they didn't need to tell us. Yeah. But they told us. So this was like it kind of it, the way yeah. I the way I described because what happened at the horse and jockey was it was a streaming site and so some people do come in when there is other games on and want to yeah. watch them so they have a TV like tucked into the bar all the way in the, on the far wall that has like cable and that shows other the, the NBC game when we're all watching the Liverpool game if someone wants to watch it. And so what NBC does is when that game ends early, it switches to the Liverpool game. But that's ahead like by a minute and a half uh, of the stream. Uh, and we have a lad who is sat at the table that's all the way like at the end, the circular table that's right next to the bar. And he had been watching the stream and then realized, because it caught his eye, that it had switched over. And it basically switched over right for uh, the Sadio <laughs> corner kick, the, the winner, the flick on. Uh, and he just goes mental out of nowhere. And for us, this is while Trent Alexander-Arnold setting up his free kick that eventually yeah. gets saved or tipped over. And it's just confusion because you're like, hmm. and you see it's Sadio Mane celebrating, but you're looking at the TV and it's still 1-1, but like Sadio Mane didn't score the first goal. So that, hmm. And then you realize what just <laughs> happened. And the way I would describe it, it's it's like almost coming to climax and then not quite. It's like yeah. almost having an orgasm and then And not. then someone dipped you in ice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope, just kidding. Yeah. You're not going to come today. Yeah. <laughs> And none of us came. We all got blue balls. And Declan was so upset. I've never seen Declan. The, the last time yeah. I remember Declan being. He, he told me about it. Right? The last time I remember Declan being that mad, it's it's from when we were at actually McDitton's the first one. And I was underage. And like you guys were all a little bit younger. And we we got knocked out by Chelsea FC in that crazy game. Oh, uh, yeah, in the yeah. second leg where Fabio Aurelio scores like a near post goal. And then it looks like we might do it and we don't. And you know, I'm yeah, like he did get wound up that day. But yeah, I was. Too, I'm, I don't remember what. I was about. like 17. I was pretty hammered. I was 17, <laughs> and so my first reaction is just to start singing "Fuck Off Chelsea FC," and Declan's like, "Yeah," and we start singing it, and then Mark's like, "No, no, no, oh, no." Oh, Mark, no. he's trying to be classy. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Mark, sing let us, it. Let us be fucking bastards. Yeah. <laughs> they just knocked us out. We're allowed to be salty and sing a little chant or whatever. In fact, it, it makes their victory taste sweet. We're actually doing them a favor. So right. Let, let us do it. Yeah. <laughs> let, us, let us stew in our misery. Um, but yeah, the Villa game. Well, no, so what happened was, is, uh, you know, it's, it was coming down. We had to stream. It was maybe like, I don't know, 20 seconds behind. Mm -hmm. But... Look, from now on, if you're listening to this and you're going to a game where it's streaming, turn, turn, on, yeah, turn off, off the notifications on your damn phone. Yeah. Because somebody gets a notification and they're like, yes! Yeah. And then everybody just knows. Yeah. It ruins it. And so it wasn't like, it happened to everybody at the bar and we all kind of went like, okay. Yeah, like, great, okay, thanks. Okay, great, yeah. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened in the di like in the dining area where everybody sits. Yeah, and it got and it spicy. got yeah spicy. Yeah, it ended up pouring over onto like the Facebook and shit. But like, yeah, yeah. one of the guys, one of the older fellas that hangs out there, uh, he got really, really annoyed by it. <laughs> so like, just as a etiquette thing, yeah, turn, turn off. off the notifications, and if you do somehow find out, just stay quiet about it. And wait for the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, just turn it off because just turn it off. Because do you really want to know? And there's no, it doesn't affect anything. 
It's just like knowing before everyone just doesn't change that it happens. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have, make it more satisfying. Yeah, live in the moment, goddammit. Yeah. Live, live in the, the moment. moment. Experience the joy of that thing yeah. finding the back of the net with I the mean, rest of us. So Matt, the guy, the lad who cheered like in score, he did come over and he goes, oh, I ruined that for you, didn't I? And we're like, yeah, you fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or buys drinks or something. Right? Everybody uh, gets a pint yeah. on you? Uh, he's like, yeah. Actually, that is now the new penalty. Yeah. If you blow it for everybody, you owe everyone you blew it for a pint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or a blowjob. <laughs> if we're talking about missed orgasms, <laughs> that's the that's the real equivalent. I was like, you can tell we're definitely not official now. <laughs> hey, listen, the fucking floodgates are open now, right. buddies. The chains are off. We're fucking kicking off on it now, baby. That's right. I don't. Yeah. Hey, listen. A couple of sips of beer, and I go. I'm off the rails. Now you see why I don't drink around the pubs as often. He's uh, home tonight, folks. Exactly. So it's gonna get wild up here. Uh, okay. So in between the, the Villa and the United game, another game which kind of keeps that 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 like flow of thought going is the Spurs game because we conceded in the first minute. Yeah, I mean, shit luck. A right? stupid goal. Like the, the fucking yeah. ball comes off the post and lands right to Harry Kane of all people. So it's like, okay. How do you respond to going one minute down or one one goal down a minute in? Just shut the game down. You just like actually completely suffocate them. You know what? Yeah, just 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 boss the game. They go up and it's funny, they celebrate and they're happy, but you can just tell they know. They're like, Why did we do this in the first fucking minute? Yeah. No, you know what it reminded almost reminded me of the final because in some ways, when you look back at the final, I think to myself, like when I watched it back again, I was like in some ways, the the first minute handball is the worst thing that could have happened. Well, Klopp said it himself, and, yeah. and I can't remember what interview, but he said he was like, you know, we're preparing for the game or whatever, and be in this fight, and then in the first minute, oh great, and now the the players talked about how they're gonna, you know, if we get an advantage, we're not gonna sit back. I, Jordan Henderson talked about this on a podcast with Jamie Carragher. Oh, I haven't listened to that it's episode yet because I good. I got caught up in the one with Henri, which was really, really good, good too. Yeah, really yeah. good. Um, they're all actually pretty good. To be fair, I just yeah. I was just I haven't fi- I haven't heard them all. Yeah, so there's some like Craig Bellamy's, and it was it was class as well. Yeah, um, but anyways, good at it. Jordan Henderson said that they talked about like, listen, lads, if we get up and we get a lead, we're not just gonna sit back. We're gonna keep playing football. We're gonna go for it. And he's like, and literally, we get a penalty the first minute, we go one nil up, and everyone's Everybody's dropping like, back. Sit, <laughs> sit. We're gonna kill the game. <laughs> <laughs> and it is what we did. It, yeah. it, it did kind of it did kind of destroy what would have been otherwise a kind of a spectacle. Yeah. And so for Tottenham, they're thinking. Shit, we just did the reverse. Yeah, like because now they don't want to. They they're nervous. Yeah, they want to sit back. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They stopped playing. In the context of where their season was at that point, Pochettino is definitely on the they way out. They desperately needed something good to happen to them. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and they score, and they go, shit, this is the worst time to score, isn't it? Because <laughs> now there's 89 minutes of them just peppering us. Yeah, and if there's any question of of whether we had gotten that penalty or not, we still would have won that final. I think it was thoroughly proven that um, in the two one because they went one nil up and they had the ability they wanted to do shut the game down and they just couldn't. Granted, they were in the shittest of shittest forms that you could ever be in. Yeah, uh, but the end of Pochettino's reign in the league is relegation form. Uh, if you take it back to last season, the Champions League run definitely saved that man his job <laughs> through yeah. to where he did get it. But yeah. for on our side of things. It was just that, you know, 1-0 down United, not getting the refereeing decisions, still go get the 1-1. Go 1-0 down in the first minute to Spurs at home. You go, you know what? We're just going to dominate this game, score two goals, easy as, win 2-1. A few weeks later, uh, and more importantly, right before the City match, because what we're doing in these matches, and we're not recognizing it in the moment, is we're actually breaking City 
It's mentality. We're just breaking them. They're watching every one of these results and going, shit. Are you kidding me? Shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're, they're not breaking. Yeah, they're dropping points. You They've know. had a slip up here, yeah. a slip up there. They drew when they should have won. They lost to Norwich City they away. Lost to Norwich City away, and, you're, and they're looking at each one of our results, going, "Shit, it's getting further and further away." And this is so our... when they come to Anfield. Yeah. Well, no. So before we get to that exact moment, but these are our tougher games. This is our tougher run. We're going away to United. We have Spurs at home. We have Villa away in the league, which yeah. is a tough ground. To no, no, it's. it's, it's Look, they bring a proper atmosphere. And so before we I get, missed Villa when they were relegated. Before we transition into out of this Villa game and into the City game, we're going to reference another podcast, the Anfield Rap, because I was listening to The Weekender, I believe, right before our match with City, and they had a Manchester City woman on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and she that. said, you know, at the City match, I forgot who they were playing, but they were down 1-0 as well, and they came back, and they, it was Southampton, I think, and they came back and they won like 3-1 or 2-1 or something. And at the end of the match, she even said there was this exaggerated celebration of the win because we realized that Liverpool were still down 1-0, and it meant that if we went to Anfield, we could beat Liverpool and beat three points within three points of them meaning that if we stay level with them results yeah. the sit the match at home means something later in the league you know but they said she said by the time we left the ground we found out that liverpool had scored two goals <laughs> and the mood instantly changed and everyone was down pep guardioli even talks about it in the tunnel in his post-match interview that liverpool have come back and won and you can tell that he's like oh because that's on the back of the Villa game because on the back of the United match, yeah. the Spurs match, and then they're thinking, we're still in with a shout here. We're six points back. So if they lose this match, we're in here. We're in here. No. Nope. So then they go into that match <laughs> against us, and it really was just a proper beatdown. Um, just the intensity from moment one yeah. was like everything that you want. Yeah, I mean, when if Fabinho in any match where Fabinho shows up and just rockets something like that into the back of the net, uh, and they can sit there and, and talk shit about fucking handball. Blah, 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 this, blah. yeah. No, I'm sorry, but if you look at it, it's not blatant, and you guys need to play the whistle. Yeah, just like on. you've been trained your entire career up until VAR. Yeah. So don't give me this shit. You all just stopped playing and watched us run down the field. Yeah, <laughs> and that goal. People were like, I didn't know Fabinho had that in. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's been doing that from outside the box. They've just been hitting people most of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Or they get saved or they end up in row 17. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. You can see that he can do it. Yeah. It was just nice that he, yeah, of yeah. all the moments yeah, right? <laughs> to, to do it, it's that moment. I'll or, take that It was that like five day. minutes in. Yeah. Uh, it was the last time that I've almost passed out from a Liverpool goal this season. <laughs> Because um, it was a massive match, to be fair. Um, and it just wrapped. So, funny story about that match. I turned into Snickers Diva, right? Like, you know the commercials? Yeah. You know, you're, you're, not, the, you're not a good person when you're hungry. Yeah. So, I didn't get a chance to eat beforehand. Because I was, like, doing, running a bunch of errands for the wife and everything. I was like, I got to go. So, I get to the game. I'm, I got there a half hour early so that I could eat. I was like, I got to do this because I got to eat. Yeah. I get there a half hour early. I set up the banners because I brought some banners for that day. Massive match. I sit down at the bar. I ordered a BLT. Of course, it is slammed. Like the whole place is full. We're yeah. at, we're basically at capacity for this match, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, same yeah. with us. There's yeah. like a hundred people there, and the staff is like swamped. So by the time my BLT order gets in, so like the match kicks off, I still don't have this BLT, and I'm sitting there being like Snickers diva. You're I'm just, super tense, anyways. Yeah, you're so now I'm hangry too, and yeah. I'm like. Fucking bacon, lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> yeah. What's the fuck? What do we got? A science project brewing back there? What the hell's going on? 
And like Sean, like Sean and Catherine, they're sitting next to me, and Sean's looking at me like inching away. <laughs> he's like, oh. Dave's having a day. He's 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 he's, he's got a, he's got a thing going on over here. Yeah, I'm like Dave's I'm like guzzling my Bloody Mary, like upset about my goddamn BLT. So when that goal went in, I like almost tried to turn the whole bar over. Like it's <laughs> <was> like. <laughs> Shaking and shit. I was like, it was Goodness such gracious. a relief. So then when the BLT came, I was like, oh yeah, I ordered a sandwich. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Glad that came. Yeah, I guess oh, the science God. experiment's over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then I, I mean, mount it down in time for the second one. So <laughs> heading into that match, I was around the horse and jockey and I was telling everyone, uh, best case scenario running into these matches was that by the time we play City, we have a chance to beat them. And I think I even texted you, beat them and send them forth. Yeah. Like that's the yeah, best case yeah. scenario. Yeah, you're Beat right. them with all the results going right. If Leicester win these matches and Chelsea win and they these did, matches. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because so, they went fourth temporarily. And so for me, this is the horse race metaphor. I have this little bullet point here. Horse race metaphor. What does that mean, Jordan? Explain. So for me, in a horse race, right, they talk about it, where the favorite in, in some races, uh, clear favorite, will get caught in the pack. And it takes them too much time with trying to maneuver and get to third place and second place before they can focus on catching the leader that it's too late to win the race. So basically for me, it was like, knock them back to fourth. Not only are we showing them that we're not going to lose games, we're just going to pluck victories out of nowhere. But now you actually have to worry about trying to get to second place. Yeah. you got to pass Chelsea first, who you're playing out right after the break. So now yeah. after the break, you have this really high pressure. You've got to win class. that game. Yeah, exactly. And then now you got to go and overtake Leicester City, who are, apparently are in a really good run of fixtures for them, to be fair. Um, and, and looking really good. And form. I yeah, mean, exactly. Jamie Vardy's scoring goals like a... Top, top league, right? He's the top scorer in the league. And so that, it, was, it was really... You can't overstate it, because um, obviously last year it was the difference in the league. It was a massive, massive moment. And from that moment on, uh, is probably when we should have started viewing this season with different hopes and dreams, is when you beat City 3-1 on the back of capturing all these other results. Like a, a dominant performance. Yeah. It should. wasn't like we, we For, and, stuttered a bit. And so we mentioned it in the first episode of, of, of the season this year. Um, you know, we hadn't beaten City in two years. Or two games in the two league. Games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been a year since we'd beaten them and it was the Champions League. And then they beat us in the Community Shield. We go Shield. to the Community Shield and we basically play them toe-to-toe and it's a draw. And so I think what's happening in in, in these games and during this match is that if we're on a, on, on a graph, Liverpool are ascending and, and City are slightly ascending. And the moment where they meet and they're at the same level is the Community Shield. And from that moment forward... Liverpool are better than City in every single aspect. We're still ascending, and, they and they're still descending. And they're down the other side. Now. And so then we get to this match, right? But we had to prove it, and we thoroughly proved it that we are quite clearly have been ascending and still ascending, and they are descending. Uh, they're on pace for what, like eighty-two points or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyways, continuing right after the break because we go into international break, and the City had to sit for two weeks. And that's the moment where Raheem Sterling goes and claws Joe Gomez in the face on international break. Yes, we yes. have clearly broken City at this point yeah. in the season. He has a meltdown. Yeah, at the last international break, and that was when Klopp and Guardiola went to that coaching thing. Exactly, and he had that, like, that funny moment with the press and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, here comes Pep, and he runs <laughs> off. <laughs> I fucking love Jurgen, man. Oh, but yeah, so we we clearly had broken them at that point. Raheem Sterling has attacked Joe Gomez for no reason at all. <laughs> uh, no, we're in the at that point. You're like we're in their heads. We're in their heads. I mean, we've been in their heads, but that clearly is the, the moment. work is the rent, so yeah. it's not rent free. But, yeah. <laughs> but we're in their heads. I do believe, like, and you know, like at the, I think until that game, they were in ours too. Yeah. 
But then that game is important because it shows us like, well, that game we don't need. No one needs to be in our heads. That and it's it spurs our belief, obviously. But I think even if we had drawn or lost that match, we still would have believed that we could go on and do it. But more importantly, I think it absolutely just destroys any hope of City at that point. And even though Guardiola's in the press saying, well, there's a long season and we can still catch up to them. I mean, he has to to. say that. You've got As a manager, you have to say that. I think they all knew at that moment in time, like, you know what, actually, the gig is up. They come out of the international break and we go to Palace away. And and this is important because I think, like, for them, they're thinking... Maybe, maybe. Look, if they get a little hangover, they have a blip, they slip somewhere else, and we can just we just need to find consistency. Yeah. And they do go out, to their credit, they do go out and beat Chelsea. Yeah. And they do go out and beat Leicester City later on. And they, they, they do go and win a bunch of games. But then they're, but like, dropping points to Newcastle. They drop points to Newcastle again. Yeah. <laughs> Wolves. Wolves again. Twice. Twice! Twice. <laughs> oh, man, it's my favorite <laughs> gift of all time. Like anything, anything that's uh, that's involves the answer twice. I'm yeah. just like, ah, so like, use it. <laughs> so this weekend we had a fair bit number of Wolves fans at the pub. It was actually more than us at the Wolves fans at the pub. I'm really disappointed in all the horse and jockey people. How dare you? Let oh, us be on, outnumbered man. at our own we can't pub. Can't be outnumbered at our own. But to pubs. be fair, there was 30 of them that showed up for, for Liverpool. Wolves. So but like, you know what? They are. There's a bunch of them around. Uh, they're from the, the the group of them. I think was a family, and they're from Wolverhampton. And when I walked up, they're like, "Oh, good luck today." I'm like, "I can't even be bothered to be mad at you. You're my fa- second favorite Premier League team." And no, the, they're fun. I like Wolves. And the little kid goes. You're not allowed to have two Premier League teams. I'm like, not usually, but this year, I think I am. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys, you're it. (laughs) Which I think those words were echoing in their head when we were just getting VAR decisions and beating them. Uh, They were just looking at me like, this bastard. (laughs) Patronizing us like a fucking tit. How dare he? Um, But yeah, Palace, so they're thinking in their head, City are thinking, Maybe we get consistency. We can do it. We can go on 17 game runs. Maybe they palace away. It could happen. And what happens? We go up. They score late with Wilfred Zaha. And we literally just go down the pitch. And this is what I'm talking about where Liverpool look in the face of God himself and just <laughs> laugh at him and go, you are wrong. Oh, that's right. I do remember this because it was the day of the um, Miles for Moffat. Yeah. And I didn't actually see it live. Yeah. And so the ball just ends up in the six-yard box, and it's pinging around, and it's one of those where, Bobby. You, where you always yeah, get, where right. usually you end up at the end going, oh, so oh, how did oh, how did, how it, did not, it not go? Yeah, <laughs> but it went in. Yeah. Bobby just had enough of a presence of mind to just turn. And by the way, to to quash, you mentioned it before we came on the whole idea that Bobby has somehow been off. Yeah, that he's having a terrible season. This notion that like he doesn't look, you know, like he's doing the work that yeah. he usually does, which is bogus because he's definitely he's doing, I would say, even more defensive work in some ways than he's done in the years past. You know, he's not getting uh, into the, as dangerous of goal positions, and no, the final product hasn't quite been there. But then you're talking about a guy who scores the two goals that win us the Club World Cup championship. Yeah, and he, scores the winner in a the, Palace the away game. The winner in Palace away. Yeah. Uh, and then he, stored, he scored when we came back from the Club World Cup too. Uh, yeah. First, the first game back. I'm yeah. trying to was boxing. Day. Oh, he scores against Leicester. Yeah. So I'm two, like, two. He he twice. A brace against- twice. <laughs> Every time, guys. A brace against Leicester. So I'm like, is he having an off season? Really? And even if it's an off season, yeah. Like, here's my thing for Bobby too that you have to remember. It's and it's it's always one of these things. It's this thing in sports where people think that the other team 
doesn't exist. Their team is the only team that exists. And what I mean by that is like, it isn't ever possible that let's take Jordan Henderson, for instance, could have a bad game because the opposite number of him actually just played the best game in his life. Like it's not possible that Jordan Henderson scores a six and a half because Kevin De Bruyne had a 10, literally a 10, you know, people don't consider that, but it's the other team exists. They are there to try to win the game. They're not there to just roll over and let Liverpool what they normal do what they normally do. And so what Bobby did so well in his first three seasons under Klopp, is press the back lines of other teams yeah. and win the ball in those spaces in transition. However, what Liverpool quickly got a reputation for was being elite in these situations. And so what have all the other teams stopped doing? They've stopped playing through transition and they've stopped holding the ball in the back line as much. So Bobby Firmino basically in that role doesn't exist anymore. No. He, in order to get on the ball, in order to be effective, he has to then drop deeper and exactly. play with the midfield. And so when he's dropping deeper to play in the midfield, he isn't always readily available in the box to score a goal because he has more distance to cover. And Salah and Mane are fast as fuck. And they're, <laughs> they're hard to keep up exactly. with for defenders. <laughs> so, like, the fact that he isn't in the box as often, yeah, okay. He still has six goals and four assists this season. Exactly. Ten goal contributions halfway through the season. Twenty goal contributions from your third best uh, attacking player in theory. In theory. Right? Yeah. Uh, is really, really boss. Because that means that your two other best, other better attacking options probably got more than that. And now you're looking uh, well, at 60 and goals. They're, two, what, yeah. they're both on. Uh, well, they're less than. I think Mane and Salah just got their 10th goals in the league. Um, Mane has 11, Salah has 10. Yeah. So, like, you know, and those are your better, better. So they're on pace to get. How many assists do they have? Uh, Mane has six. Salah, I think, has four. Okay. So, so. they base. So the. Salah, yeah, Salah, Salah and Mane have slightly more goals and about the same number of assists as Bobby Firmino. And Bobby Firmino has never really been known as our goal-scoring threat, has he? He's but, the guy that makes possible what yeah. the other two do. But the thing for me is that you have to understand is we're now at the point where uh, <laughs> teams are not get, like or like they're they're struggling to figure us out. And it's this next game that I want to bring up and, and bring it back into the to the, the stream of thought. Uh, <laughs> The 5-2 Everton, right? The most interesting thing about the 5-2 Everton match to me is that we literally Everton Everton. And what I mean by that is is that if you were to predict how a Liverpool-Everton match at Anfield should go, given that Everton were just outside of the relegation zone and Liverpool are on a beaten run at the top of the league, what you would bet is that Everton are going to sit in and they're going to let Liverpool have the ball and they're going to hit long balls and try to score on the counter. But what happens is, is Liverpool goes, no, wait, you have the ball, Everton. Come mm. on out, and we're just going to hit five long balls, and we're going <laughs> to score every single one. The, it's the second where uh, it's Mane. Just, or, so uh, they misplay it. Lovren outside of the foot to Trent. Yeah. Trent to Mane. And the way that goal goes, the one that Shaq just slides into the back of the net. Yeah. It might be my favorite. I said it on the get the post match. Well, it's up for goal of the month for last month. Yeah, we did a, a post match one yeah. uh, after that at London Heights. A post match podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's the episode before this on the SoundCloud. But <laughs> it might be my favorite goal of the season. It's just, just it's how quick smooth. it happens, how smooth it happens. Trent just gets that ball from Lovren, looks up, pings it. Mane with that side foot control walks it by. It was just a ridiculous goal. Origi. The one he takes down, and I have written down here, Divock Origi is world class. 
He is. And I have in parentheses. He'd start on most other teams. Terry Henry anecdote. So here's my Terry Henry anecdote. <laughs> uh, if you didn't watch the Sky Sports coverage of post game, which you might not be inclined to do because we are in America, yeah. <laughs> and you would have to go on YouTube and go out of your way to watch the Sky Sports coverage. But because I grew up in England as a young child, it gives me mis- nostalgic feelings to watch Sky Sports. So I do it <laughs> in the comfort of my bed, kind of like you would watch Netflix. I just put Sky Sports on. <laughs> Uh, and I watched the post-match Sky Sports with uh, of the Liverpool-Everton match, and Thierry Henry happened to be on because he's been sacked as manager at Monaco because he's shit at managing, but he was a class world football player. Anyways, he talked about the goal that Divock brought down, and he actually was like, they were talking about it, and they were going to move on, and Thierry was like, no, we have to talk about this. This is <laughs> like the impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about this. It's incredible. Like, okay, whatever. It's incredible. He talks about how he, the way he brings it down, first of all, like yeah. over his shoulder. Over on the his boot, shoulder. This shit's hard. It is incredible. He really mazes that thing. But then he, like, kind of harps on the fact that he has the presence of mind to slow down, shape his body, and then loft it over the yeah. keeper. Yeah. And he's like, this is like, he, Thierry Henry said, this is world class. Like, this is amazing, incredible. Yeah. This, this is, is what world class looks like. And, like, he's still 24. And I'm still going to bang the drum for Divock Origi outside of the fact of him being a meme and, like, the, you know, cult hero that he is. Yeah. Um, there's a bright future for Divock Origi. Um, that's the reason we signed him to five. And he scored two goals against the Ev. Around. And it's not like he's not making appearances. And by the way, if you if you're a stats person, minutes per goal, yeah, Divock's best on the squad. Yeah, by far, <laughs> by, um, by, by far. But yeah, <laughs> the, this game was also the five two. Everything was also the moment where we can pretty much, unless you're a complete bellend, kill the idea that Liverpool do not have depth. And that so that is the game that starts the. I think it's uh, if you guys, if you're on Twitter, LFC Stanley House. Yeah, <laughs> he just saved everyone's tweets for the summer. All the tweets about how we're missing the boat, not buying Pepe, how we're sitting still, we're not. Who's shit, by the way? Who's not? Yeah, it's not been great. He's been shit. <laughs> And then how we're not building from strength. Remember just over the summer, all that build from a position of strength talk and blah, blah, blah. What are they doing? Cops complacent. You can't have like these players aren't good enough to do it again. And all this shit. Our our own fan base. This isn't even like uh, I can understand other fan bases not getting it. But our own fan base saying this shit. Yeah. And then look at how it turns out. No, yeah, you play, you play, uh, not a B squad to be fair. Verge was in there. I think uh, Dejan Lovren had yet to be dead again. Who Lovren's um, the one who puts that ball in yeah, for Riga right. to no, bring it right. on yeah, his yeah. toe. And I it, like, I really, I tell you what, towards the end of Lovren's this this last little run that he was involved in, I was getting to the point where I was turning into Bryant. Yeah, I was like, get off his back because yeah. like if he if he misplaced <laughs> one pass. In 90 minutes, but completed every other one. People would talk about that one. I'm like, he's a good footballer. Yeah. Like he's the guy went to a World Cup final, a Champions League final within a couple of weeks of each other. Yeah. He was a huge part of our squad last season. We won eight games last December with him playing most of it. Yeah. He just took us through this last run where, no, we weren't keeping clean sheets, but it wasn't necessarily but Dejan's fault. we weren't fault. dropping points. And we weren't dropping a, a point yeah. anywhere along that run. So I'm like, get off his back, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good player, and as a fourth-choice center back, it doesn't get a lot better. Yeah. And it, not only do we have depth in that game, uh, but we have depth that comes out of nowhere, and then we also have that tactical flexibility. Yeah. Uh, whereas in the past, where I guess you could say that 
Klopp's Liverpool have will bang their head against the wall trying to break down teams. Liverpool, uh, even Rogers Liverpool was the same thing. We have different ways of doing it. Like I said earlier in this Everton game, it was it was long balls. Man. Um it was counterattack. It was literally five shots on target, five goals. <laughs> um and, and it, it was, you know, against our normal way of playing. Divock Origi just basically standing up top as a, as a number nine, not like Bobby dropping in. You know, we had our wingers dropping in. Um, and really the fact that we can go into a derby, granted we, it was Everton right outside of the a relegation zone, and just go, yeah, we're just going to put the B squad in, and we're going to play a totally different brand of football, and we're still going to score five and win 5-2. It was a bit uh, – it was a bit heavy metal football. It was a bit good old days. If you're a bit nostalgic for the days when Liverpool were on the up and up and not, you know, just the dominating, uh, pretty much uninteresting force that they are nowadays where you just show up knowing that they're going to win. And it's like, what's the point? <laughs> uh, I guess that game, I didn't write it down, but also like the Arsenal game, that would have been a little bit nostalgic for you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, if you thought we didn't have depth, I don't know how you watch that Everton game and come away without thinking. I remember being at the pub and it was uh, the same guy, Matt, Scouse Matt, who ruined the Villa game. I was stood next to him and he's like, I just really don't like the lineup, lad. I don't want to give, uh, we'll talk about oh, it. Oh, we were all shit. Yeah, We'll talk about it with the FA Cup 2 coming up. Like, I don't want to give Everton any type of sniff at Anfield. I don't want to give them any type of hope. We really yeah. should just go for the jugular. Don't yeah, like you're it. never going to hear the end of that shit. And I turned and I looked at him. I go, but you know, if you're going to put in a strike force, of like a meme strike force for Everton, is there anyone better than Sadio Mane and Divock Origi to lead the line, really? Is it as far as like goals against Everton that have ruined them, is there anyone better than, well, than Sadio Mane and Divock Origi? You know, I was shitting a bit. When I saw the lineup too, but then someone said, "Well, you know, it's the same front three that beat Barcelona four yeah, exactly. 0 Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, you're right." Yeah, you almost forget that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, 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 it you get falls lost. out of memory. You get because... lost in the whole thing that Barcelona four 0 was. You forget yeah. the minor details. You forget the fact that it was fucking Shakiri and Origi that yeah. led the line. In Ten years time, they'll do that. Name the missing eleven, and they'll have the two wingers missing, and yeah, they'll yeah. be like, yeah, and people, in there? Is it yeah. not Bobby?" And people no? who watched them be like, "Oh God, I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is we won four 0 I know Divock. Yeah, I know they won, but who scored? Yeah, who right. Who was it? But yeah, I mean, if you think we don't have depth, you have to have a word with yourself. Yeah, because uh, we're deep. We can beat the F and we just got deeper. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Anyways, oh. uh, another key match, and and I have I, this is more of a personal one for me is the Red Bull away two nil. Uh, Dave will know. I like probably spent the whole week. You leading, were shitting yeah, yourself. Yeah, I spent the whole week leading up to it, just losing my mind. And to be fair. Uh, my he thought Holland <laughs> was going to fucking score nine goals. Well, hey, listen, we know now that Minamino is fucking class. So, like, <laughs> I was worried about Minamino the whole time. I knew him. I knew about him. No, to be fair, uh, because I've, I've, you know, I've been watching Liverpool for 20 years, and Liverpool have never been the dominating force ever in my existence as a Liverpool fan. So there's been a lot of moments where there's like – False dawns, and then like this, this watershed moment happens in the middle of an otherwise okay season that's going pretty great, and it just changes everything. And it just reminded me of, I think it was 2003. We were in our last group game of the Champions League, and we had to play FC Basel Ball at home, and we had to beat them to go through. Uh, and they went three nil up in the first half, and we got it to three three, and we were in the Europa League or the UEFA Cup at the time. And it just had that feel to it of me because that that ball team had a lot of like up and coming talented youngsters that eventually went on to Europe, much like this Salzburg team will have. And I don't know, I just reverted to my old 
ways with the old Liverpool, with the old teams. And I really thought this was going to be a banana skin. It's their World Cup. It's at their ground. They have all this talent that is going to, as we've already seen, Takumi is ours. Holland's already at Dortmund. They're expecting to sell Huang to whoever. Um, He's supposed to be the next one gone. They're well-coached. They're built for the – Yeah. They're built for – so surprising if, people. And once again, right. the, the idea that we look at the face of God and we laugh and we go, you're an idiot. It's this <laughs> moment. This is where the football gods go. You know what? You guys have had it really great in Europe for like the last two years and you've done some really amazing things. You got to pay it back. And that would have been the moment to pay it back. And we just laughed in the face and said, Ha-ha! and for me, I have it written down here. It's the last domino. I will no longer ever doubt this Liverpool team until they give me really good reason to doubt them. Um, because, yeah, they just went to Salzburg. It was an atmosphere. They had a lot of possession in the beginning. Allison makes a really, really good save that not only prevents a goal, but probably a handball red card penalty offense on your captain. Um, yeah. Mo Salah scores a right-footed goal from an impossible angle. After blowing chance after chance after chance, and then he finishes that one. Exactly. The one that he had no right to finish. Nabi Keita <laughs> shows up after, you know, the struggles he had and is still having, apparently, yeah. and just scores the opening goal coming back, and they just bossed it and won the group and, and got, did the job, got through the group stage, made it more difficult than we always need like, to. You were like, well, I'm an idiot. Yeah. No, and then afterwards <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm really glad I went through that because now I realize I'm dumb for ever doubting this Liverpool team. And like, there is no reason to ever, to ever actually believe that they're going to, they're going to mess it up for you in a match in a season. Oh, we're, we're getting up close to that topic right now, but uh, we're not, we're going to save it for later, but doubting this Liverpool team would be the worst decision. And for me, that's the last time I'll do it. I will never (laughs) doubt them again. I don't care if we're down five nil with two minutes left. I'll be like, we're going to fucking win this match somehow. Exactly. After that, of course, the Club World Cup. Yep. We beat Monterey with the weirdest team you've ever seen in five substitutes when we were allowed 12. <laughs> so, <laughs> seven of our substitutes either out sick. You uh, know, Virgil got a rest. It ended up actually... Jordan everyone, Henderson at center back. Yeah, everyone was talking about this tournament like, okay, you're going to go. It's going to be easy. You're going to win it. You're going to get a trophy, but then it's going to fuck your whole season up because you're going to be tired, jet lagged, all this, that, the other, and then you're just going to... It's going to ruin you. Um, and well, we get to go there, and we actually get to use it as a week break for a lot of our key starters. Warm weather, yeah, exactly. Genie gets to sit with the injury. He did tweak something in the ma- in the I think it was the uh, the maybe the Everton match or I can't remember, but he tweaked something leading into the World Club World Watford. Cup. Watford, yeah, it was Watford two nil, and uh, you know he got the rest. Verge got to be sick for a day. Um, yeah, and it was it was just the perfect ideal scenario to give you know Stadio Mane got to sit out for seventy five minutes, and so did Bobby in the first match. Yeah, and then we go and win a final, and it was a big deal. And once again, Bobby Firmino, if you're thinking he's having a bad season, basically won that cup for us, won that yeah. trophy for us. We got the badge. Ever since we've won it, it seems to be a pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, everyone's making a really fucking big deal about it. Yeah. So uh, in that case, you, if we're going to say Bobby's having a bad season, you have to reconsider the fact that he won us this really big deal tournament in the fucking Middle East, in Qatar, you know? Yeah. And um, Mo Salah won the award for, like, yeah, guy who showed up best. <laughs> <laughs> for the most fan cheering. It was outrageous, to be uh, honest. You forget sometimes that... You know, even Sadio Mane, too. You forget how much it means to, like, the Arab world yeah, to, that, to see these guys succeed. Yeah. You know, uh, they are an underrepresented uh, demographic in sports in general, yeah. uh, the Arab world. So they are, like, global superstars. Speaking of, sense. to give them more hype to the Arab world, you saw the the Iranian lads for Brighton. 
Uh, I can't say his last name. He scored this ridiculous bicycle kick. He hadn't scored. Oh, the fuck, yeah. was like 12 feet tall. Yeah. They signed him. It looked him like this, a windmill. They signed him. <laughs> they signed him in the summer. He didn't score a single goal. And then he scored in the last goal of the year or the last yeah. game of the year. And then he scored in the first game of the new year with a bicycle kick. And he like <laughs> even wrote onto it like on Instagram. He's like, I was so happy to finally score. And I was like, this new year will be better. And well, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The new year is already infinitely better than your last year because you've scored a goal. You've matched that. And it was a fucking bicycle kick. So like, how are you going to top it? Um, but yeah, we won the Alibaba award. We won the club world cup. And then coming out of it, uh, the best match of the year so far for me, yeah, by no, far. I mean, Leicester City away. You, you had it penciled in, right? Like, we're coming back from guitar. You know, there might be a little bit of a hangover. How are we going to approach the game? All this shit. Yeah. And then, how are we going to approach the game? We're just going to dust these motherfuckers down 4 0. Yeah, exactly. We're just going <laughs> to swat on them. The day. And I'm just, I hate myself because I left him on my bench. Because I, I completely forgot with the holiday about fantasy. And I just left him there. And I would have had 48 points. <laughs> someone someone captained him and, uh, on fantasy and posted it on the Liverpool Reddit and had like 96 points just from Trent or whatever it was. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, I put him in and I was thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. Trent on the day. Uh, fin- like Not finally. but I thought Trent- about it after. What, it was like his second assist. I was like. Oh, shit. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, Trent has now officially inserted himself. Into I'm the, sorry, but that run into, for the goal. Yeah. He runs 50 yards, basically, on a dead sprint and never looked like he was ever going to, like, he was never going to lay that ball off. It was just like, give me the ball. I'm shooting from right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then bottom corner just sweet, just sweetly struck it. He can do that. And I hope he gets in more scenarios where he can do that. And we are going to have a debate later in a different episode about Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, it's and, coming. and I will bring this moment up as an argument. But, Preview. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, that one and then the the, the uh, Bobby's second. Yeah, when he's well, like somehow he spots that he can just lightly cross well, it over the defenders in front and like find the space. And Bobby hasn't even really made the run yet. It's kind of like an NFL quarterback where he throws the ball before the receiver makes the yeah, break. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah. Well, no, and it was great too because Mo fights through the contact, fights a guy off, and just lays it back for Trent, who just first time. Helps yeah. it in there. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. It's moments like that. You're like, God, these lads are so above anything I've ever seen and read before. This is just a different level. Yeah. And we'll get to, you know, where I was going to go next. Eventually, <laughs> but, but, yeah. but yeah, for me, uh, we made, because prior years going Leicester away, I, you have memories of Jamie Vardy. Scoring nil, against man. Liverpool, beating that, that, Liverpool. That one from 35 yards yeah. where he just bangs it in and Mignolet looks He was like invisible idiot. with yeah. Joe Gomez, who hadn't been informed coming back into the fold in the league. He gets a he gets a yellow card for that one clumsy challenge, but other than that, yeah. there's nothing else in the game that Vardy takes advantage of. And it's funny because Joe did struggle first coming back, but he like he took the best striker in the league and just put him in his pocket. It's funny how sometimes you just need to be forced into something. Yeah. And it's because when Lovren was there, when Joe would come on and play fullback, I know fullback's not his natural position, but you, you could see that he was struggling. And then even when we would make a sub, and, or, or when he first went to center back, mm-hmm. after Lovren went down, he looked okay, looked good, 
but still maybe not like there yet. Yeah. But just being forced to be there, here we are. And now, what? I think we're on five straight clean sheets? Yes. Five straight clean sheets with Joe Gomez as as uh, Van Dyke's center back partner. Yeah. It, yeah, and it's funny because last year we had a similar streak, and it was because Joe Gomez and Virgil Van Dyke were next to each other. <laughs> and we've just gone full circle now, it's, and you we're know, here. Uh, it's, you can't beat us with pace because these two can run as fast as most forwards. I just like that it used to be the case where we had no good center back options, but now apparently, and it's obviously Virgil van Dyke. most of the work is Virgil van Dyke. But to some extent, it's not even that because when you have Virgil van Dyke back there as his partner, you're going to get more attention. But think about it. it <laughs> Matip comes in. Well, we'll go back even further. When Joe Gomez, when, when Lovren comes in, Champions League run, gets mm. to the final, then Joe Gomez starts the season, gets hurt, and then Matip, Lovren comes in and then Matip comes in, but we don't miss a beat. And then Matip's elite end of the season. He starts the season not He's on so a good. level that is. Yeah, starts the season, gets injured. Lovren, the best of his career. Lovren comes in elite, just elite. Well, after Matip gets hurt at the start of the season. Yeah, he, takes over like nothing changed. He gets hurt. Joe Gomez comes in elite instantly, plays the best striker in the league, off rips, first league game back, elite. Just. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to pocket him. He's going to be invisible. We're going to win 4 0 against the number two team. We're going to stretch the league to the lead at the top of the league to 13, and we're just going to call it a day and just keep going. Um, oh, sorry. And those, yeah, in the, in the last run of games, for me, those are the key matches. We can talk a little bit about how Sheffield, as well, is kind of a moment for me where it's just like so clear that we're so much better than. Everyone. And everyone, because <laughs> Sheffield have given people proper problems. They gave us problems. Yeah, no, at their place, it was a bitch. And then Klopp said in his post-game interview about Sheffield, he's like, yep, you know, in the first match, they did these things to us, and we decided today, actually, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to pass them to death. Because yeah. the announcer asked him, he's like, 900, the most passes in a Premier League game ever. You passed them to death. And he said, yep, that was the plan. Yeah. And, like, they just went out there, executed it. Was it was so not like what we do all the time. It was so calm. And controlling. Yeah. Why wasting energy now? Yeah. We got this Just match control won. control the game. It's easy. Why even waste the energy? They get. They open the door, what, what 10 minutes in because the guy slips? Yeah. So just control the game. Yeah. That's it. And like, it was, like Spurs it was, couldn't do. I can remember a time where that wasn't something that we were capable of. Yeah. And now we are. So here we are. We've done the review of all the things that we missed since the last time we met. <laughs> And everything that I've written here has gone just about as perfect as possible. Yeah, I mean, you can't ask for a whole lot more. I, we've, we've had some decisions go against us, but then we fought through them. We've had some decisions go for us. We've won two trophies thus far. Yeah. <laughs> we are the first English team to do that uh, international treble, yeah. which I think we should make a bigger deal and start talking about it. Uh, just to remind everyone, I got I, I know continental I've, dominance, baby. I've talked about how I have a, a separate uh, fantasy league I'm in with people that I don't know who I wind up and who have booted me from the group chat quite a bit. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not, I'm now booted from the group chat currently yeah. because I got very drunk uh, on Boxing Day because Lee got me very drunk. He just kept feeding because it's Boxing Day. He just uh. kept feeding me pints. 
And uh, I got in the group, and I was like, I posted a picture of Adama Traore, and then I just <laughs> went on a rant. I was like, we're the best team in the world. We fucking fly halfway across the fucking world, win the world championship, play 120 fucking minutes of football, fly back, beat the second best team in the fucking league at their ground for fucking nil. Like, it's no fucking problem. We're, and then I, was, I said the, the unspeakable words. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, folks, and I'm going to say it now. We can breach it. I said, we're going to win the fucking league, and it's going to be brilliant. And they're all like, Oh, the fucking club world championship. That doesn't matter. I'm like, well, name me uh, another captain in uh, an English captain of a club, English club that has won. It always doesn't matter because you're not there. Exactly. That's why it doesn't matter to you because no, you name weren't me, in it. They're United fans. Name me the United captain that won the club world cup, uh, super cup and the champions league all on the bounce. Oh, none. Oh, I'm sorry about that. We'll talk about it some other time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got Whatever. booted. Got booted from the group chat. Uh, haven't been allowed back in yet. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna win that league, and I'm gonna win their money, and uh, I'm gonna do something special. You have for on them. here. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Here's the things we we accomplished, uh, and literally everything going perfect. We're world champs. We qualify for the Champions League, top of the group. Uh, we fucked off the Carabao Cup, <laughs> and no ramifications either. Everyone came out of that. And, and a good experience for the kids. I heard Harvey. I didn't actually get to see it because I was stuck. But um, I yeah. I heard Harvey Elliott played pretty well. He looked head and shoulders above everyone else. Herbie Kane also, because we've talked about Herbie Kane on this podcast. We the real have, H. Kane. We, we know about Herbie Kane now. He's going to Hull City on loan, by That's the way. That's what I heard, yeah. Uh, we might have to bring the loanies and <laughs> Loanies and rejects. <laughs> rejects on the right. Hey, listen, don't be surprised if, if the real H. Kane breaks into the, the team at some point. He looked pretty good, too. He should have scored a goal early on. But, yeah, we got the fuck off the Carabao Cup in, in a way that no one could actually demean us. They were all actually like, you know what? Credit to Liverpool. Even John Terry had to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck credit to Liverpool. <laughs> and I had to be like, mm, yeah, I guess credit to John Terry, but I fucking don't want to say it. <laughs> but yeah, what else did we accomplish? We beat the Ev around Christmas and Div scored goals. So, I mean, that's great. We get to sing the song still. Yeah. Uh, and we're top of the fucking league with a game in hand by 13 fucking points. <laughs> uh, you got Minamino hype. Should we get hype from Minamino? I mean... I think we all saw what yeah. we we all saw what we saw against yeah. Salzburg. It immediately looked like a Klopp player. I love the the gif of him scoring on that volley, and Klopp just goes, "Huh, hmm. <laughs> I will sign him." <laughs> no, I mean they're saying they followed him for four years and shit. I'm like, are you sure? Are you? Or did he just go? You know what? I can't not have this fella in my team. Yeah. But what's funny though is how do how, okay? So they're saying that like United didn't know. They were preparing a bid, but they didn't know about the seven point two five. They probably just didn't. They probably didn't get to the point of asking yet. Yeah, they probably didn't ask. But I'm like, we know these things, and yeah. we're we're ready to make that well, no, move. It's, it's that thing. It's like a really hard concept for some people for some reason. Just ask questions. Some people don't like to ask questions. Yeah, no, it's true. And actually, you see this all the time with like, I mean, if you've ever been to a press conference. You'll see like the folks that just won't ask a question. Yeah. And later on, they'll be like, well, I wanted to ask whatever. And you'd be like, why didn't you well, ask why that? Didn't That's you a ask good it? question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a perfectly valid question. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't ask it. Yeah. You let the asshole from the New York Times ask nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Could you have raised your hand? <laughs> All you had to do was raise your hand. He just prattled on about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so before, when the news broke that we were going to 
think about signing Minamino, or basically we had signed Minamino, but they were like, it's not official yet. We can't really talk about it. I had I was started like writing this like hypothetical uh, article, and then all the stuff that I was like, uh, I was like uh, speculating on uh, James. Pier- I know Melissa Reddy put out an article on the Minamino yeah, signing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what I was speculating on, I was like, I, I imagine how the signing goes is that Jurgen Klopp and they they play the four three, and Jurgen Klopp's driving home, and he just can't get this fucking little Japanese lad out of his fucking head. He just keeps <laughs> thinking about him. He's like, you know, he's a little fucking. He was pretty class in space. He was quick. Good movement. touch. Yeah, good touch. He was good in transition. He didn't lose any pressurized balls. He scored a brilliant goal. Ran and ten like, miles. And he pulls up in his driveway. He goes, well, "Yeah, he's pretty good. I, I don't know. We'll see you in the morning." Goes to sleep. Gets to the gets to the the facilities in Melwood in the morning. He's like, "By the way, he's talking to his scouting party. By the way, what did he's you talking make? to the NASA data team. Yeah, that what is hired? Did you uh, did you guys <laughs> analyze? Did you analyze that game last night? Yeah, like well, how about that number eighteen for uh, for Salisbury? And they're like. Pfft. His numbers were off the charts. You wouldn't believe it. Look at this stuff. And he's like, interesting. And at this point in time, the players are starting to clamor into the to the facility. I wrote all of this. They're starting to clamor. <laughs> they're, starting, they're starting to clamor into the facility. And Jurgen Klopp's like, I'm gonna go just you know, just ask the boys a little bit. It's like, oh, that game last No, night, but you heard a little tough. Yeah, no, it came out that all the players went to Klopp and said, You need to sign this letter. <laughs> I wrote this whole hypothetical like fan fiction about <laughs> And then literally, then literally, like I get a. Bump. I love, we gotta get Liverpool signing fa- transfer fan fiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I get like a buzz on my on my thing, and it's like a Melissa Reddy like a uh, podcast with the Anfield rap, and I put it on, and she's literally like, "Yeah, Klopp was really impressed with him and the data team, and like then the players who came to him were like, that Minamino, you should look at him. If you could get him on our team, we should try to do that.'" And yeah, that's that's you know what that's that's great. That's what United players did with Ronaldo, by the way. They played Sporting Lisbon in a friendly. I'm not saying Minamino's going to be Ronaldo, by the way. I'm just saying that wasn't what we're saying. Top class, <laughs> top class teams, they're football players, they're top footballing minds as well, and they can recognize talent. And that Klopp and has the trust that is from his players. But they come to him and say, "You should look at him," and he agrees and is like, "Yeah, let's do it." And they're all on board with it. So I I can't help but imagine it's going to go swimmingly. Because the players think he's great already. Yeah. Klopp thinks he's great already. Uh, he was only seven and a half million or whatever the hell it was. Seven, seven and a quarter. Which is an absurd, absurdly cheap number for Consider- a player in yeah. this market. Considering <laughs> we can sell Jordan Ibe for 15 million two or three years ago. Before Neymar. Uh, yeah. I, well, I was like, I, I said to somebody, I was like, think about this. If he, if he plays for Mane... Then it's just to say it comes on. He plays the left wing one game. Yeah. Then our left side would be him, Robertson, and let's say James Milner in the middle. Yeah. Let's just say that's a that's our hypothetical lineup. I'm like that's an entire left flank that costs 15 million pounds in this market. Yeah. In this market, where City has. Like a hundred and seventy three million or whatever on yeah. one side. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I mean when we you do- think about it, it's absurd the amount that we've saved and the way that we've built it is Edwards is a genius. Yeah, Edwards is a genius. Edwards needs his own statue. He really does. Not outside the stadium, outside the Kirkby facility they're building, just an Edwards statue. I think back to that New York Times article all the time where they detailed the data team that he's built with um I can't remember that. I keep forgetting the guy's name, the the head of the data team, though. But he's hired the guy who mapped the subatomic particle. He's hired, yeah. you know, like all these like geniuses, the world chess champion slash Harvard doctorate degree holder. Yeah. And they're, these, are, these are who are studying players for us. This is who- <laughs> yeah, guys. I, 
levels of intelligence <laughs> I can't even begin to comprehend. I can't even talk to these people, I probably. Have, yeah, I don't even have the basic intelligence level to understand their intelligence. <laughs> I haven't I haven't reached uh, that level of understanding yet. Um, but yeah, we, we we're, I'm excited to see what Takumi Minamino can do personally. Uh, when I was living in England, I went to international school. I had a, ma- a really close mate who was a Japanese lad, really good at football too. So, you know, I, I've, I've always wanted a Turkish player. So that's the next one. I want a Turkish player because one of my best mates was Turkish, just so they cheekily have to cheer for Liverpool. Because <laughs> the first thing that happens is I get a text, I haven't, or a, a DM. I haven't talked talk to this guy for a year, basically. And he's like, I just want you to know I'm still an Arsenal fan, but I will be watching Liverpool matches only because I want Minamino to do well. <laughs> I was like, good to have you Fun, on the whatever. good to have you on the team, buddy. I can't wait for you to buy a shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's enough and the other thing I like about the signing, and it's you know, one of those you don't talk about it that much, but I like I like players that bring countries with them. Yeah, yeah. Open like, up markets. Small like these these countries that don't regularly produce uh world class talents like your Germany's, your Brazil's, your Argentina's, your Holland's, you know. Places like Japan, places like Senegal, places like Egypt, you know, it's nice to bring a whole country on I'm going to tell you right now, if Nico Williams wasn't so damn, like, promising. Yeah. Because I think there's only one thing that we need in the window, and it's another fullback. Yeah. Someone to back up these two. And if there's one guy, I'm like, I, he could work for us. You know who I'm talking about. Dest? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. Well, that, yeah, eventually, but yeah. he needs who to Who are you gri- talking about? Fucking Yedlin. Oh, okay. It might work. Yeah. I know, like I know, he's not great defensively all the time. But then again, the way we play. <laughs> also, this will also come up in that Trent debate we're gonna have a little bit. Our fullbacks aren't really. They're defending. not really fullbacks. Yeah, they're not defending. They're not really fullbacks, which is why I'm like, it could work. Yeah, it could work, and you could probably get them for and fucking cheap. Remember how? And shit. it opens up the American market. Yeah. Remember <laughs> how shit Rabo was at Hull City. Yeah. If we can take someone who is that shit and make him world class, and you Yedlin, can take Yedlin, Yedlin and turn him into a really good yeah, player. Yedlin's a bit better than what Andy was doing at Hull, to yeah. be fair, and more experienced. Like, That's true. You know, like he's never had a time in his life where he wasn't playing on a, a pretty good level. Well, I, I'm like how we both went straight American though. Serginho Des, let's do it. He's, <laughs> he's kind of Dutch, anyways. He, we're, let's skip this next. Yeah, point. yeah. yeah. We'll, so we'll put that in the fantasy. We'll put that in the fantasy because we're going to talk about the rest of the league in the fantasy or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I was even even the Verge getting. Robbed oh, let's just not talk about oh, okay. it. Okay, I thought you were talking about the around run. the league. Yeah, no, we'll do the around the league show. Can I just separate. say that Verge got the most first he place did, votes? He did. Let's let it go. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm upset forever and ever. Verge got the most first place votes. You heard your votes. Also, quick shout out to the lad from Sri Lanka who voted Trent Alexander Arnold number one. <laughs> I saw that. He's saw. actually pretty smart, apparently, because. <laughs> I was gonna say like earlier about Trent in that Leicester game is he's he's probably in the player of the year discussion if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, uh, well, no. And if you're talking about let's just for a minute we'll, we'll preview the fantasy show. Show me another defender who posts numbers like that. Yeah, exactly. His numbers are ridiculous. His numbers are Kevin De Bruyne level, level numbers, and he's Kevin. And De Bruyne. he's a freaking defender. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne's the midfield like he's, must have. He's in everybody's. <laughs> Premier League 11, yeah. almost guaranteed. And if it's not, well, it's because that person's an idiot. Yeah. But, yeah. So we've gone a little bit, so we're not going to get as depth around the league. I, we'll, we'll do it now. I thought you meant you were talking about this. I just want to – No, no, no. We can, we can hold off on the around the league stuff. Okay. We'll hold off to, until the fantasy because yeah. we have to say hello and goodbye to new and old friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I just love doing that. Uh, good evening. Was, that's a preview. Uh, anyways, looking ahead for us. Let's focus on us because we're fucking boss. Here's the fixtures coming up until we have our next little break. We have Everton in the FA Cup, of course, this weekend on Sunday, 11 o'clock at home. That's the 5th of January. On the 11th, we go to Spurs, 1230 on a Saturday, if I'm remembering correctly. We then have United Sunday uh, at 11, I believe, at home on the 19th of January. Yep. We then go to Wolves. We get Wolves done real like just like that, I guess, yeah. in one month uh, on the twenty third, and then uh, we have our West Ham makeup makeup game. West Ham, so we'll be all caught up by February start, and we go at the start of February on the first to Southampton. Oh no, we host Southampton. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're already there. So real quick, the FA Cup. Are you bothered? Uh look. If it was, if it was, let's say um, Norwich, no. It's just a, it's just who it is. Yeah. It is what it is, and we can ask Darius's question. Yeah, ask, Darius from, uh, asked how, on a strength level from uh, Vil- Liverpool versus Villa in the uh, Carabao Cup to Manchester City versus Liverpool at home. What are you? What? How? How full strength are you, or are you not going? Uh, I'm going Everton in the league. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, like Origi should come in definitely. Minamino comes in. I think he plays. Uh, I put him on the left. Yeah. Um, Lalana should start. Milner should start. Uh, we don't have much option at center back. So, you know, or even at the fullbacks, right? So if Milner starts in the midfield, you don't even get to take Robbo off unless you're going to play a kid. Maybe you put Milner at left back, If but who's there in the midfield? So Curtis Jones, maybe, who I would definitely, you know, he's a local lad. He knows what this game's all about. Yeah. Put him in it. Um, you got no choice but to play VVD and Gomez, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Goalkeepers don't really need rests per se. So no, and, and to be fair to Allison, he's been out a lot. He's had plenty he just of had a rest. Red card. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. he's <laughs> had he's rested. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. St- Allison starts in goal for me. Your two center backs. I'll go Nico Williams on the right, Milner at left back, Curtis Jones, Hendo, and Lalana in the midfield. With Minamino, Origi, and Brewster. I'll put Brewster right up top and have Minamino play the right and uh, Origi can play the left. Yeah, so They can actually switch if it doesn't work. And that's a strong enough 11, in my opinion, to go out and win that game. If you put Firmino on the bench, you know, we don't have Keita, uh, but if you have, you know, I'm trying to think, who are we missing from midfield? Oh, if you have Wijnaldum on the bench... Look, this isn't, Ox is not healthy yet. Ox isn't ready yet. Fabinho's not ready yet. Matip's not ready yet. Lovren, I think, is I still... I haven't heard definitively whether or not he'll be ready. So, so You could have Nat Phillips on the bench here, like we did this last game. Harvey Elliott's on the bench. Here's for me. Klopp just did his press conference today, and he was very, very, very clear that he does not give a flying fuck that it's a derby. He, uh, he was <laughs> candid. <laughs> Can, he, he was candid yeah, about it. Yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't as brazen as I was in yeah. saying that, but he was very clear. He's like, I don't care. It's a derby. The, <laughs> the rest of the season matters more yeah, than yeah. this game. And he's looking at the big picture, and he's like, I got to get this 30-year drought. So uninformed, I'm definitely going the route you just went. But with the, that quote on hand and given Klopp's – Harvey gen- Elliott starts. <laughs> given Klopp's general distaste for all English cups. Domestic cups. He just hates like them. He wasn't even he wasn't even that arsed with domestic cups in Germany either. Yeah. The what, the DFB Pokal or whatever. Yeah. 
He wasn't that into that one. They yeah. won it a couple of times, but he, he didn't really care all that much. So I would not be surprised if it's Rian Brewster, Divock Origi, Harvey Elliott up front. Uh, it's Adam Alana, Curtis Jones, and James Miller in the middle. I think he got to rest Hendo, and if you rest Hendo, you have to play Milner. Um, I think he brought Robbo off because he's going to play Robbo. Um, yeah, he did bring him off, and that's a good point. He might play him just for that reason because yeah. he did get him a few and minutes. And didn't Trent sit recently too? It might have just been in the Club World Cup. No, he's played. Well, he might. Yeah, he he's rested. I think that first game of the Club World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. But he's played a lot, so yeah. he might. But see, he kept getting Trent breaks in the early part That's of the season true, yeah. and putting Gomez in. So Trent hasn't been overworked. That's true. Up until this point, um, and he'll but, want that. He's a local lad too. He's going to want that game. So I think the back line doesn't rotate, but like the midfield's heavily rotated. Uh, with I think Curtis Jones should start, yeah. given the way he played in the League Cup matches. Yeah. The problem for me is, is I don't want to give Everton anything, anything. Ever. And, and so, like, they haven't won at Anfield since 1999. Yeah. And it would if just... If you're not following days with Everton days without a trophy on yeah. Twitter, it's it does make my morning every morning to wake up and see, like, 8,997. <laughs> and another point, another good point, like, they haven't won a trophy since 1995, so... Yeah. And it's good to keep that drought going. Ancelotti just... You... I, here's the thing. I think a lot of people are... are more nervous about this game than they perhaps should be because of the Ancelotti factor. Yeah. And I get it. They've gone out and they've hired a world-class manager and they've got, uh, they do have a talented squad, but I don't know. It just depends how rotated we are. Are you really, they're going to go on and win it. No, but it it, de- it depends how rotated we are in regards to them having a chance because I think they'll go pretty close to full strength. I I think the real fear that everybody has is is there's an even worse scenario and that is a draw and a damn replay out at their place. Yeah, nobody wants that. No, like well, that's, I'd that's, rather just lose. I think <laughs> I think I think Klopp really is just trying to fuck off the FA Cup too. <laughs> yeah, no, and look, he might, and I I get it. I get it if he does. I don't necessarily agree with it. I'd I, be upset. Yeah, I don't agree with it. It's our best chance at a treble, and and it's one. You're never gonna really have a chance where you're like, hey, you have a game in hand, a 13 point gap, and you're still in the FA Cup, and you've already progressed yeah. in the Champions League. The treble's on. Well, and our next league opponent is Spurs. I get it. It's a it's another big game, but you have a week. Yeah. So we do have a week off. Shit, I fucking hate FA Cup weekends. I forgot. I know. I, I know. I don't them. miss this shit. <laughs> As I'm I, we never get any. We do, like. Where's our Burton Albion? You know what I mean. Like yeah. we know, it's always West Brom. It's always some fucking Premier League team we've got to go play. The year that uh, Van Dyke debuts, we ended up losing to West Brom in the next round. Where do where, where? While I'm simultaneously arguing on behalf of it, I'm also going. I fucking hate this competition. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the trouble. I want to like. I want to erase all teams. I, from I want to collect silverware. You know. So. I, but I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm. And if it wasn't Everton, I wouldn't be bothered. But yeah, I don't want to give Everton anything. But it's pretty clear that Klopp is probably going to heavily rotate. So you know what? I'll get excited on that end, and maybe the kids will beat Everton. We'll be like, oh my god, you're so shite. You can't even beat the C team, the supplemented B team. You can beat the supplemented A team. Look, and here's the thing: I have faith that these kids can do it. That's true. <laughs> Harvey Elliott finally scores his his goal in front of the cop, right? Fucking just with his ponytail. Rooster just yeah. goes off. 
Yeah, because Brewster is being included in the squad, and then I think he's yeah. going to, to Swansea. Yeah, no, he'll go on loan, but not till after this. Oh, all right. Next. All right so. In the league, next. Well, first, let's do Europe first. Let's do Europe. Let's you know we got to wrap this show up Yeah, eventually. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going a little long, so we're, 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 we're like at an hour 15, which is all right. All right. It's all, all right, right. okay? All right. But first in Europe, obviously, we drew Atletico Madrid. Um, I take this as revenge for Rafa because they knocked us out in the semifinal of the Europa League way back. I think it was 2010, back when Sergio Aguero was a babyface Atletico Madrid player. Yeah. Diego Forlan was in his prime. Well, we had a fucking not a, no. not a great crew. Well, it was time. all right. It, it was, was Aquilani. Okay, it was Gerard. It was Lucas Leva. It was Dirk Cowd. It was Mark Gonzalez. It was Jermaine yeah. I'm over Pan. this. I'm already over this fucking squad, dude. <laughs> It was Martin's, like it was all right. I'm like that sounds shite. Pepe Reina, Martin Skirtle, Jamie Carragher. No, no, it wasn't all bad. All right, all right. Glenn Johnson before he was John Glenson. <laughs> <laughs> was he walking on the uh, moon? Yeah. No, that's it's a Nick. You listen to Redman, right? They, yeah. When so there's a point in Glenn Johnson's <laughs> Liverpool career where he all of a sudden becomes shit. Yeah, yeah, and the theory yeah. is that that's not Glenn Johnson. That's John Glenson. <laughs> It's like when uh, the theory that Paul died in the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, anyways, anyways, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, so we have Atletico Madrid. We go there away first, and the, the second leg's at Anfield, which is always a benefit. What are your thoughts? It, you know, I told you what, at the time, I was like, it was like 20 minutes before the draw. I was like, I just don't want Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, give me anybody else. I'll take literally Real Madrid. Fine. We'll yeah. do them. I was like, but Atletico, they're just super defensive. They like to crush the game. There's a bunch of shithousery. Yeah. They're going to be laying all over the place. I really don't like, I don't fancy going there necessarily. For me, it's fortunate that we do. The legs are set up the way they are because they are going to have to go out and win the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't just go, we'll, we'll nil-nil it and then go to Anfield right. and 1-1 one, one it or whatever. Yeah. You can't rely on I'm that. Not, I'm not really worried about it. I do think that we'll win. If you look at their form, they've not been impressive this season in, by any stretch of the imagination. And I've heard some La Liga folks that I talk to kind of saying, like, you know, it, this might be it for Simeone after this year. Might go on to new things. So, you know, maybe this is just sort of like a good time to get them. Yeah. But it's still a team that... They have a little bit of nous to them. Yeah, they can cause you problems, and they can just be... Bastards. Bastards. Like, like their manager. It, exactly. Just, they could just be bastards. It, they are and, admirable in the fact that they take on the personality of their manager quite like we do. Well, and they often play to, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, again, I don't watch... Uh, I'm not the authority figure on La Liga, but from what I've seen them, they tend to play to their opponent. Yeah. Which means that we might get them at their best. Yeah, and remember last best. year they uh, <laughs> remember last year that they they went and they beat uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's Juventus in the first leg, and then yeah. went to Juve and just capitulated and just pissed all over their own faces. <laughs> uh, continuing in the spirit of being independent now. Just, <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, the pint's been finished. All right. <laughs> so now I'm saying things. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I personally, uh, yeah, I just I think we're so far better than everyone in the whole entire fucking world that. Once again, like I said earlier, I'm just never going to ever again doubt Liverpool in any situation. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing is I just don't doubt these this squad. Yeah. And we're just at, we're playing at such a high level. And if we're hitting this clip now, yeah. if we're there in February, man, I mean, there's they don't, we're, we're going to run them over. So here's what I'll say in preparation. We'll probably we'll get together and talk about it then. 
but hopefully to to build the idea in the head and, and calm any chances of a freak out if it happens. 2-1 is not the worst result in the first game, okay? If we lose 2-1, it's not the worst no. result in the you first get the, game. Just everyone. get an away goal. Calm down. Keep it tight. I 100% guarantee they are going to come into the second game and they are going to say Anfield's no big deal because the last time we were here, we got through to the finals and blah, blah, blah. And at which point they will get the spankings on their backside that they deserve. So, yeah, we'll be fine. And last but not least. Well, we do, before we get to predictions, we do have a couple more Well, no, we have, we have – and this is – we're going to get to the questions with okay, this point. Okay. Let's talk about the league. Dare we say it? What's Darius's question? Can you read Darius's question? At what point will it be safe to say it's over for you guys? I'm not claiming it until May 18th, the day after the final match against Newcastle. It has just turned to 8.50 p.m. on January the 3rd, 2020, <laughs> and it's over. Like, it's I, over. Like I, I, I wrote a piece for Redmond today. Uh, hopefully they publish it uh, maybe in the next day or so, and I'll post it on the socials. But... For me, there, we were talking a little bit about this beforehand. There's a lot that you have to assume and you, a lot that you have to believe is possible in order for us to not win the yeah, league. Yeah, you have to. And let's just lay this out for a minute. Yeah. Well, first, yeah, look, yeah, lay it out, lay it There's out. only 17 games left for our opponents. They would have to win every single one of them to reach, for Leicester to reach 96 and for City to reach 95. No one's saying that we're going to finish with 110, which is our current pace. But you'd have to believe that this Liverpool team that has overcome Barcelona 3-0, that has run Manchester City, the quote-unquote greatest team of all time, to the, to the final minute of the final day with a 97-point season. A team that has started this, this season taking 58 from 60. Hasn't lost in a calendar year. you got to go back 86 matches, folks, to find five losses in the league. And that's what we need. And that's what we have to do to open the door. Yeah. To have the possibility. To, to have the possibility that, that they're going to take it from yeah. us. So you yeah. have to believe that this team that has shown all this character and all this determination and ability and class and just humble work ethic is going to collapse like that all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. You have to believe two things. You have to believe, one, that that Liverpool side that you just described is capable of The collapse. worst collapse in the history of competitive sports. Yes. And the other thing you have to believe in is that either Leicester City or Manchester City of this season, not the Manchester City of two years ago, not the not the Leicester City when they won the league, but these, this iteration of these two teams is capable of going unbeaten the rest of the way. And I just don't see that in them, either one of them, yeah. quite frankly. I, you know, I, I said to Mark, because Mark's one of the yeah. people who... Superstition, Mark, everyone knock on wood. Yeah, Mark is very much do not speak of it. And my thought is, look... It's never going to look any better than this. Yeah. It's never going to be any closer to our fingertips than it is today until it's in our hands. And here's the thing. If we don't get it this time, we're just not allowed to have it. Yeah, exactly. You just have to accept it. You just have, we just have to accept yeah. it and say, well, every year go for second. because yeah, whatever. That's, Win the Champions League every year. Yeah, try, just collect as many European Cups as you can because we're not allowed to have this. Clearly. So, clearly. If this doesn't work, then we're just banned yeah, clearly. from the potential of winning it. Yeah. So I don't believe that, Yeah. which means I have to then believe that this is it. Yeah. 
this is it. We've set, we've put ourselves in this position and all they have to do is go out and do the work. And I know it's no small thing. And I know that anything can happen and all the crap that we'd like to say, but to not recognize who they are, the identity that they've built would be an injustice to them and giving it lends more credibility to everybody else. Yeah. Then we're, you're not going to, so you're telling me you're going to lend credibility that this city team. Yeah can run the table and win 17 games in a not row, just but be, not... Not just be better than Liverpool, but be five losses better than Liverpool. Yeah. Realize, folks, we've got 18 games left. We have to win 13 of them, and it's done. Yeah. We cannot be beaten if we win 13 out of 18. Yeah. We look like doing that. And we get to play, <laughs> we get to play the bottom 13 sides, like outside of the top yeah. seven, if you want to call them. We've, Again. We've, we've got Arsenal away late on. Could be done by then. We've already done United away. Uh, yep. We have Spurs away coming up, and it's Jose. That could be tough. We could be a loss, We have I guess. City away. Okay, that could be a loss. But at the same time, like, it's... <laughs> Again, you're just opening, like... We have to lose five times, and someone has to go perfect. It's just not going to happen, folks. I'm sorry. We have... It's over. Which to answer Darius' questions, it's over. It's o- which is why I we want to get to this larger point, which is you have to start enjoying this because keep in context where we've come from over the last 10 years. The decade just ended, right? We've opened up a new decade. And where we are at the beginning of this decade versus where we are were at the start of the last one. Keep that context in mind. Yeah. And remember that every time you watch these boys play because we as a fan base, it's never... It may never look like this again. We are literally watching what could be the greatest Liverpool side that has ever taken the field. It's a it's a privilege to say that and to do that and start enjoying it. But beyond that is that we are in the last two months of or three months of an existence that we will never get to experience again. And we're barreling towards a moment that we'll never have again in our lives. And that is the 30-year drought. And that is ending a 30-year league drought for Liverpool. It's never going to happen in our lives again. I'm sorry the club is in a position now where they're taking themselves seriously, barring some well, and catastrophic have to, event. In order for it to happen, you, again, we'd have to win it and then wait, wait another 30 years. Yeah, exactly. In which case, if you are going to experience it once in 30 years, yeah. Don't you want to really yeah. soak it up? So get into it, folks, because, yeah, this is this is a, a defining moment of our generation of Liverpool supporters, uh, and we're never going to experience it again. And and once it happens... Like you said, you, you've been... So you've been watching with us. Uh, you were a teenager. I was pff, early 20s. Yeah. Our adult mm-hmm. lives yeah. have been spent watching this team struggle and stumble and go through one shitstorm after another... Buying guys that didn't deserve to wear the shirt, just one suffering season. Yeah, how many so trophyless close. campaigns? So far. Yeah, and now you get to watch this. Yeah, so enjoy it. Stop. Soak it up. Stop. Stop worrying, worrying. about what you say might damn no. the whole universe. Listen, folks, I've been singing we're going to win the league in my house, in this house, <laughs> in these walls since we beat City three one. <laughs> I've been singing it in the car. I've been humming it. I won't say it out loud around Mark. But. Yeah, I have enough respect for that. But listen, folks, uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, Darius, to answer your question, it was over like two weeks ago, to be honest. It was- I think, well, for me, Lester. Yeah, when was, we beat Lester, we it was beat Lester, over. It just became this like, I'm sorry, I just I can't see a 
not doing this yeah, now. Yeah, sorry guys. So t- we and also another thing, uh, we're the bad guys again. We are the baddies. Accept it, embrace it. Be a troll, yeah. be unbearable because no one's gonna like us because we ruined everyone's childhood when they were younger. Um, and no one's gonna. And now we're gonna ruin their yeah, adulthood. Exactly. So. No one. We're gonna ruin a whole new set of childhoods. <laughs> Yay! Woo! Those kids deserve it. So we also. <laughs> the, the last question, I believe. There's two of them. Two versions of it. Yeah. One is uh, Andrew Salcedo asks, "Do we want to go unbeaten as a fan base?" Yes. I mean, obviously. as a fan base, 100. Yeah. You want to look at Arsenal fans and go. <laughs> You're relevant. Yeah, yeah, of course. Are you're you kidding in, me? You're in seventh, and you don't have the invincible thing yeah, anymore. Yeah. Who cares? No, will we go unbeaten all season? I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I'll say this. Uh, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of it will depend on two things. One, what happens in Champions League and what happens in the FA Cup. Yeah. Because if we're in both those things come May and we've already wrapped up the title, yeah, yeah Harvey Elliott's going to be playing in the league. <laughs> you know, Listen, like, go, if you go back to the to the first episode of this season that me and Dave recorded, there is a cheeky shout around 15 minutes in from myself. And the exact words I said was, have it wrapped up by February and play the youngsters throughout the league the whole rest of the year. Just focus on the Champions League. And there, we're barreling towards that possibility. We are barreling towards that possibility. Because <laughs> the other... The, Here's the thing. If we don't have a typical January and February, and let's say Leicester stumble... Yeah. I don't know what they're. I'll look up their schedule Here's, real quick. That's that. That was the other thing I was talking about. Like everyone's assuming there's this this reality where we lose five matches and, and Leicester and, and Man City go undefeated. Right. There's another reality where we go undefeated and they lose five matches. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that could. That's that's more likely to happen than the other scenario. Right. Like like City have United away. They have Villa away. But they the other Sheffield thing, United away. It's not even that. Oh wait, no, they have. Uh, the it, Carabao Cup is United okay. away, but they have United at home, Tottenham away. So, like, they don't have an easy schedule. The two got to play each other. No, they have United away because they played United at home and lost. That was at the Etihad. Was it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so, so it is. Yeah, so they have United away, too. So I'm like, they have a t- it's And they've like- lost to Norwich City away, who's the bottom table, the bottom of the league. So, like, come on. Yeah. You know what? Leicester has an easy run of games here over the, until... Valentine's Day, at which point they go, or until February 1st, they've got Chelsea at home, Wolves away, City at home. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, That's a a three-game stretch where, like, yeah. It could be wrapped up in February. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anything's possible. So, will will we go undefeated, though? You're right. There's a lot of mitigating factors that at this point we can't say. I'll say this, though. Uh, We said in the last episode that we're going to go 38-0 oh, no. <laughs> We were wrong. Well, we're going to go 36-2-0. and oh. <laughs> 110 draw, points. draw someone else. <laughs> 110 points. Draw someone else. Draw, draw Newcastle on the final day. So, yeah, predictions going forward. This is the my only thing is we're, we're going to win the fucking league. Just deal with it now. Just yeah. However that made you feel me saying that for the Start seventh thinking time. about what else you want on your Exactly. <laughs> Start celebrating it now. Start yeah. building to that Oh, crescendo. get ready because if we do wrap it up early, we are going to be throwing some it's parties. It's going to be a three-month binge, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're throwing some March, parties. March, April, We're going to get the other supporters groups from around the state involved. We're going off. Yes. So that was the prolonged and long-awaited <laughs> review of the last two months and yes. a look ahead to the, the you second half You didn't have to hear from season. us for two months, and then you got an hour and a half. So, yes. so <laughs> deal with it. Uh, and there's more coming. There's We're going to get a fresh come. round of beers yeah. and get started exactly. on some other things. Until next time, I'm Jordan. I'm David. Up the, up the fucking 19 times Reds. The 110-point Reds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Oh, man. <laughs>